Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. I saw this once before, a picture in my mind, colors in the air. Sunlight on a field, lovers in a dance, love is everywhere. Mm, love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Hello again, everyone. I'm Jim Deering, bringing you another of Lauren Paul Decker's stories here on Soul Chaser, the podcast. Stories with a purpose, about how God shows himself and his grace in everyday things. Our Bible verse for today is from the Old Testament book of Isaiah, chapter 5 and verse 8. Woe unto them that join house to house, that lay field to field, till there are no more places, that they may be placed alone in the midst of the earth. Well, now here's Lauren's story. It's called Do Re. Me. Here's a mistake we often make. People see themselves as individuals, standing alone. It's my life, after all, we're known to say. We shrink back and retreat into our privacy at every opportunity. Headphones attached to personal listening devices are commonplace, providing instant isolation wherever you may be. Modern radio can be formatted to fit our own private playlists. Some computers have become so personal that we can wear them on a wrist, like a watch. The Internet allows us to forego a trip to the library, instead bringing the library to us. We are crowded as a populace, yet we have never been more alone. This was never God's intent with his race of humans. Eve was formed from Adam's rib, and every human being since that initial creation has been fashioned within the life of another. We are a single strain manifested in multiple persons. The older you get, the more you realize that life is an amazing gift. But life is not about me. We are but a single note played on a grand symphony forever connected within the melody of generations that form as a song in the mouth of the singer. It is likely that past generations understood this connection more fully than we do. They set out for new worlds and even fought world wars to ensure that pioneers would prevail, not tyrants. These ancestors of ours sensed a genuine responsibility to the generations yet unborn. They wanted future descendants to have a better life than they did. Today, we forge ahead in cyberspace with me, my, mine leading the way. We post endless texted tributes to our own lives and snap countless photos of self and not scenery. 
We've been swallowed by a cause, but the cause is personal. It is us. It is me. Jesus opposed this very concept while he walked on our planet. He had 12 followers, yet he treated them as one. Even the betrayer received equal treatment. When the Lord announced that one of his disciples was to turn on him, the group did not all stare knowingly at Judas Iscariot. No, they looked at themselves and asked, Is it me? Jesus had walked with the disciples for three years without giving away a clue that there was a rogue in their midst. He had established unity, at least in principle. There were times when Jesus was not close by, and his followers turned to infighting. What have you boys been doing and talking about? he would ask. Nothing really, they would answer, embarrassed by the greed in their own souls. It's much the same to this day. When his followers are fighting, he's usually not around. Humanity was meant, designed, to be connected. We are connected even when we pray. When the occasion rose to teach the Twelve how to pray, Jesus instructed them to use the word our, not my. Our Father in Heaven presents much differently than my Father. The prayer continues, give us this day our daily bread. Unity continues, and it's established. We are eating together. We are sharing a meal. He goes on, lead us, not me, not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. This means that I may have to encourage someone to stay on the straight and narrow path. There really is strength in numbers. There is not a single me in the entire instructional prayer. I am left to ponder the nature of our prayer lives. Are not most of them constructed on things concerning me? Jesus would pose the question of us, what are you talking about? Oh, nothing much, just me, we would answer. Just think of the result if we prayed less for ourselves and more for the needs of our family, friends, neighbors, and leaders. Yes, life is a grand gift, but not if we consume it on ourselves. It is instead to be given away. A single note symphony would never please the ear of a listener. He longs to hear us harmonize. We are the notes played together in a chorus that spans the generations. Warm up your voice. Join the song. Do, re, mi. I mean, we. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. For more stories with a purpose, pick up a copy of Soul Chaser, Devotions to Anchor the Soul, available on our website, soulchaserbook.com. 
or find it at Amazon.com. This is Jordan Rich for Lauren Decker and Soul Chaser. See you next time.